Welcome back to the Potterack Show, where we talk sports, gambling, and random shit. But don't take us too seriously. All right. Mm. How we doing? Feels like we haven't spoken in a week. It, yeah. Well, this is. Uh, I mean, you know what? Some light texting back and forth. I really didn't feel like I could get a chance to talk to you on. Oh yeah, well you were. That's was, right. You were gone, and I went. Like I saw you last Scott Wednesday. Oh yeah, what day was that? Uh, Saturday. Was it? Yeah, it was Saturday. I was hammered, so I don't really remember the. But didn't you guys have a game? Oh, the game was Friday. Friday. That was that's what's throwing yeah, me off. Yeah. Game was Friday. Yes, Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. Johnny Molon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that was one of those um, those, those days. One of those one days. Of those um, yeah. No, actually. So I was thinking about this with this week. This is a week. This is when I really don't like the work week. Is you go, you got a three day weekend. When you come back, it's a Tuesday. You got four days. Then you got a weekend. Then you're back to a five day week. Oh yeah. And that's the week that I was kind of. Sitting here, it's Wednesday. I'm like, all right, well, at least I'm fucking here. It's Wednesday, and I'm done. Yeah. Now I got tomorrow. It's Thursday, Friday. But like, man, I gotta tell you what. Yeah, you kind of take the first three days. I uh, you take it like Chad Johnson did. Oh yeah. Uh, but no, like I got, man. I listen. Praise to the intern. All right. But, man, he. I got all this like you know like um, checks basically like some like tedious stuff where I'm like, it's something I have to do. Takes me a lot of time to go do it. And I just go, all right, Matt. I'm like, listen, what I have to go do is you have to find all these business cards are attached to someone's name, and you have to find out what branch they work at. So go do that. But I had to go do it. But I was like, you know what? If you need, he's like, I got nothing to do. I'm like, all right, well here you go. There's like 100 names on this list. I need to know where they all work at, and this is something I was gonna go do. But if you got nothing to do, I want you to go do it. And he oh, said, nice. go in our directory and search What'd up. What'd you each- do while he was doing that? Well, Angel? I did. No, <laughs> oh, yeah. Then I'm just placing bets and sitting there and got a cup of coffee. And no, I was working on something that I had to also. It was the same thing, but it was different entry I had to put in. But like, I basically was like, he was like, I got, you got anything you want me to do? Like anything that's like time consuming? I'm like, yes. Yeah. Or like today at some point, which he won't listen to this, but um, he's like, I need, he's like, we had like an hour left. I got fucking nothing for me to go do. So I kind of made something up, threw it together, and said, hey, go through these uh, things. Tell me what you find when you look through it, what kind of numbers you see, look high, look low, look for like branches. Yeah, <laughs> just like expenses and profit, like who's doing really well, who's not doing well, and come back to me in 45 minutes and uh, tell me what you got. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. I mean, it's actually good that he does see it, but like it was 100% like I was like, I don't know what the fuck to do with this guy. Like I ran through some stuff, and then he's kind of like, it wasn't pointless. Like, it was actually a good thing he looked at it. I wouldn't just be like, hey, go on the internet and search up all the car classes and all different cars we have and then tell me what you find. <laughs> yeah. Like, I didn't do something like that, but it was still meaningful. But, um... Well, no. we do have a pretty packed show today. We uh, do. And we also are in somewhat of a time limit. We want to make sure we yeah. get you on out of here for painting class. Yep. But, um, the one quick thing I wanted to add in here for our listeners is I saw that you... Did you watch Cruella? Yeah. What'd you think? I liked it. I liked it. Not in a bad way. I don't know if I'd ever see it again, maybe like in a few years down the road or something, but it was, I'm glad I watched it. Yeah, and it was a very was good movie. movie. Yeah. And Emma Stone, I thought, did very good. Yeah. I thought it was actually pretty solid, and, and uh, it was a good the movie. Story so I watched that good. on uh, Saturday 
night, I think. No, two, Monday. Monday, I think. Or no, Sunday, I think. Maybe I it was Sunday. I watched the movie. Yeah. Oh, and I watched, watched the movie one Went to the movie theater on Friday. Quiet Place 2. Very good. Short movie. Good movie, though. Um, How short? Hour and a half. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like, just for the movies nowadays, you're expecting at least two hours mm-hmm. for the most part. So it was only an hour and a half. Quick, though, movie. Solid. The actor you and I both like was in it, um, who's in Inception. Um, oh. Whatever his name is. <laughs> and the guy who's in The Dark Knight. Yes. Yeah. Yep, Sorry, and he's in Peaky Blinders, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah same guy. Way. Yeah, he was in it. It was actually pretty solid. Um, the only thing I was going to mention from it, though, was that, uh, which I'm, I know I can see his fucking name, and now I can't remember it. But um, the thing I liked about it was... Cillian Murphy? Yes, that's it, Cillian Murphy. Um, it, you know what? The, when I was in the movie theater, and I'm watching a movie, and I go, you know what? I get, like, why it's kind of nice to watch a movie. Like, when you're at home, you can kind of you can pause it, mm-hmm. go to the bathroom, whatever. There are just some movies though where like they're oh, just yeah. better in the movie. If like, I could this, go this see movie, The Dark Knight in a movie. Oh theater. god, I, that's when we were in the theater and I'm watching this movie and it gets quiet. Like it gets quiet. Like when you're at home, sometimes you get air conditioner runs on, whatever, and you know, quiet, kind of scary <laughs> moment. Right. You don't really get as scared. Like you're still kind of, but like not like, but spooked. But like it literally, like the whole theater was like. Oh, also the worst movie. I didn't think about this too. My candy of choice was Peanut M and M's. Didn't really think it through that I'm basically watching a silent movie. Crunching. And I'm like, and I didn't have the bag even open. I go, nah, I'm just not going to eat the peanut M&M's. Oh, you know. just, oh, you I ditched them. Because I was like. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. This movie has, like, no talking. Yeah, it's all been... sign language and talking, and it's, like, quiet. And I was, like, trying to wait till like, the big monster made a noise. And I'm like, <laughs> trying to eat as fast as I can. I ain't felt bad eating my popcorn. Sit <laughs> 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 next to Alex. She probably loved that. <laughs> no, she could Now she, you know you're sitting a little further away, so yeah, that's fine. Right. But yeah, no, that was uh, I, it was one of those things where I forgot how good it was to watch a movie in the theater, and that there's some that are better in the theater. A quiet there. place. You open up your bag of Twizzlers. Well, just you know, and I also brought in like some minis to put in my Sprite, and but they weren't open yet, so I didn't even think about the whole like, like you can you in a quiet. <laughs> yeah, I was like, wait, why the fuck is when this, this monster's gonna come out and make a noise so I can be like, and then you go, 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 go. <laughs> Jesus, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> Worst movie. No, so <laughs> basically just, but moral story, I ate half my popcorn, no peanut m and <laughs> <laughs> and no vodka and my Sprite, just a plain Sprite. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, didn't want to get to the end because I didn't want to go, mm-hmm. and you get down to the bottom and you're sucking out the last bit of it. Nope. Shaking the, shaking yep. the ice. No ice either. No ice. Well, that's because the ice maker was out, and I was like, whatever. So you weren't thinking ahead. Yeah, no, that one I wasn't thinking. Ahead, <laughs> you know. Yeah. No. Well, the whole though it sounds like the whole thing you weren't thinking ahead. <laughs> movie completely silent. What would be the perfect candy for that movie? I don't even know if there would be one. Maybe like uh, uh what's the the mint thing you can put on your tongue that evaporates? <laughs> oh, but no, that made me think of uh, Jai Rancher. You just wouldn't, couldn't move around a whole lot. It was clicks against your well, teeth. Well, the, no, like a Hershey's Kiss where it's like tinfoil. I feel like that wouldn't make like too much noise. Or like those chocolates, the Andy, Andes. Yeah. Or like a, like, M- yeah, like regular chocolate. M&M's probably would be. Even, but yeah, Andes is softer of a chocolate, so. And, and the, the wrapper could be a lot quieter. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe like for me, Hers- I definitely individual could, Hershey's. Well, because I got my click, no way I could have Starburst. I would have been clicking and. People are thinking, wait, is the monster in here or something? Or well, Starburst still like you got the paper. Well, you know, and I... also it's a chewy food, so you can hear yeah. the chew depending on the person, right? Got 
cowtail. Mom called. Mom called me on the phone today, and she was. No, I know she's gonna hear this, but <laughs> she was eating while she was calling, and I was just like, really wanted to say, "Can you not take a second bite?" <laughs> I don't really want to hear chewing as we're. Yeah. Is that a quesadilla? Yeah. Hmm? What is that? What are you, what, what you chewing on? Huh? Um. Yeah, so that was just... Uh, so next time, I'll think ahead. Dark Knight, hey, I could oh, even... <laughs> I could have oh, Fiesta. Three, oh, three vodkas in there. Could have been, you know, got a whole thing going on. Probably could have eaten, uh, I don't know, like pretzels and... Just crunch away. Pretzel pu- like, uh, what's the one cheese mix with the Cheetos, Doritos, and... Munchies. Munchies. Could have just it had a bag right there, popped it open. Boom. Um, All right, let's... let's uh, Hammer on into our show um, here. Yeah, so actually, quick thing with kind of what we'll go with this, but just right yep. off the bat, kind of what we got in here with um, with with golf um, on Saturday uh, at the fuck. What do you know what the remote tournament was? No, that's literally on the tip of my tongue. Anyway, John Rahm was six uh, stroke lead. Ending off of 18, going into the next day, and he gets told by an official that he tests positive for COVID. Local COVID, take and, him out. Uh, they gotta take him out of the tournament. And obviously, so he had to he had a forfeit and basically lost out on good about, chunk of change, like 1.8 million dollars. Yeah, probably he was on pay. Probably, he actually probably won about 1.9. The reason why. Uh, Cantley and Cantley and them is because since they tied they they add it and they split it, so that was how he kind of well. The, but Cantley won. Cantley still won like one point seven million, and uh, Marcalo won a won a million. Had they just ended in first and second, I think Marcalo would have been like nine hundred thousand, oh. and Cantley would have won like one point eight one point nine million. Sheesh, that's a big difference there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fucking. Nine hundred thousand. I mean, heck, I even saw Mariko was twenty three. I think. Yeah. That was just nine hundred thousand dollars in a weekend. Yeah. Well, I was even looking at like Justin Thomas. He landed at like towards the bottom, and he still made like twenty grand on the weekend. Like, you could literally make the cut and then be last every weekend. Yeah. And you'd still be pulling pretty good salary right there. So pretty good. Um, but yeah. So basically, with that being said, so he had a call out Cantlands of winning in a playoff um there was obviously a lot of the, the one big thing i heard about this was that uh the pga cbs was a little upset because the pga did not inform jim nance and nick faldo of what was going on so from at home people had no idea why john rom was so emotional when he was told they had no idea that that's why it was we didn't know that until 15 like 10 minutes after that happened we knew why he like why he was so upset. Oh. That's the thing that people didn't know, is that if you were watching the golf event live, when he was told, the camera guy is like there, John Rahm's caddy was like, hold, like, can you please give us some space? But like, no one has no idea like why he just got told what what just happened. Like, the whole, but even CBS, Jim Nance and Nick Fowler, like no idea. Huh. And then they were upset, like later on the broadcast, I think Nick Fowler was the one who had mentioned like that he was upset that like, that they weren't told to then try to tell the audience who's watching at home, like, hey, right. by the way, like, because this is what happened. Apparently on 16, the, the it came back that he, it was a positive, positive yeah. but then they re-ran it again, yeah. and then he was then finishing up 18 when it was affirmed that, boom, it was 
positive and funny how that works out we're gonna let you finish the round yeah and then i mean yeah. and obviously like people are saying like oh like why could he just play the next day with like no one's with him or he's just like alone which obviously that doesn't it's a little bit of like a an advantage to him not have to play against someone else basically he's playing like alone yeah that would be very interesting i mean technically i think it would work right like if he's i mean the pole caddy right and but the issue is, four other players so far this season have had to pull up. They just oh. weren't leading a tournament. Wait, they what? They weren't leading the oh, tournament, though. Yeah. This is only no, because I mean, he was leading why he, he should have been booted, but, but still, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, that's, um, but yeah, that was just, uh, that was very interesting. And obviously, he made the, he was very public about making the decision. He didn't want to get backstage, so he knew that this is something that could happen. Oh, really? Yeah, he was uh, one of the ones who was like, he didn't want to go do it, which he doesn't want it, totally fine. He obviously then knew what could happen, and this is eventually what did happen. So, um, Xander Shoffley was actually interviewed by Dan Patrick on uh, yesterday, and Xander was in his group the first two days. Apparently, there was a rumor that John Rahm knew that there was a chance mm-hmm. he might have tested positive, but he hadn't yet, and mm-hmm. the test result didn't, didn't come through until Saturday. But apparently John Rahm knew that there could be a chance he was going to. Apparently, I don't know how that really worked out like that, but apparently he knew there might be a chance. Yeah. He was going to. I think that's, I don't know. I don't really know how to respond to that. It's kind of yeah. like, yeah. He, but hopefully he should, he's not playing in this tournament, but hopefully he should be back for the U.S. Open, which I imagine he would be. That'd be about two weeks. I don't was know. Was Shoffley vaccinated? Yes. Was were all their caddies vaccinated? I don't know about that. I don't uh, know if John Rahm or, or I think if Shoffley you're vaccinated, you, sh- you, you yeah. You and he also had COVID too. Shoffley also had it as well. Yeah, but he but well, Shoffley's fine. He's not. I think at this point, like it because Shoffley it, said he maintained his distance. He, he yeah, knew the room. But I still think at this point, like so, like you have the option to get vaccinated at this point. Yeah. So for me, for John Rahm to say, oh, there's a chance. But I don't know for sure. Let's say he drops out of this tournament that he's playing really well in, and it's he doesn't have it. That would stink because everyone has a chance to get vaccinated, and if you're vaccinated, you shouldn't care because yeah, like you're, yeah, you're cool, good to go. Um, so mm-hmm. you know, I, I that's more just like interesting yeah. that he met, that that Shoffley had said that, but still, it yeah. Yeah. I mean, he, he definitely sh- didn't. He definitely shouldn't have finished the round that he once he was confirmed has a positive. But yeah, I agree. They should have pulled him off the sixteen and been like, "Hey, we got a pot. We're gonna yeah. retest it." But like, yeah, I, I mean, yeah. But either way, they made their decision. Um, so it kind of sucks that obviously what happened. But you know what? Like, like we said, decision he had made. Something else what, I had on here. Yeah, LGPA. Yeah. So the U.S. Open for the women's was this past weekend, and the reason why I bring this up is because. Now I do really feel I do feel very bad for this uh, Miss Thompson. I want to make sure I got her name right. Um, she's an American, Alexi Thompson. So apparently she won a major back in 2014. She on Sunday had a five-stroke lead midway through nine, and with eight holes left to play, she had a four-stroke lead. And then she bogeyed, bogeyed, double bogeyed, bogeyed again missed the playoff that then ended up happening. So she basically like had the US Open was up by four strokes and just, and just completely fell apart in the last eight holes. Um, the other so then uh, 
Yaku Sasso. She's uh, 17. 17. And she won I, the US Open. She's like one of the youngest winners. That, which is I think crazy. I saw a video of her. Because she, she said something about like cal- having calculus homework. Yeah, which is crazy that she's fucking 17 and won. Yeah, she's 19. She's 19. 19 years old and she won the there US Open. There was a 17 year old, though, that was there. Right. So the main reason why I brought this up, though, is because so when her round was over, she declined to do a press conference. And this made me think about how last week we were talking about yeah. Osaka would decline. Because, I mean, that's... there's nothing more she needs to say. What's she going to talk? Like, she doesn't want to talk about it. She yeah. literally just had a... She is... She probably had, obviously, tons of emotion. Just uh, Jordan Speed went through stuff like this as well. Many golfers go through stuff like this. You're alone out there. There's no, like... When Tom Brady throws three picks, it's like, you know, it's a team game where, like, in golf, your team is you and your caddy, but your caddy's still not making the swing. Maybe helps you out with a decision you want to make. You're the one swinging the club. You're the one who's, if you're in your own head, whatever, like, all that good stuff. But, like, I just thought that was interesting that basically she was like, now, she didn't get fined for it or anything, but it was just one of those things where she's like, I'm not having a press conference. Like, and I don't blame her. I'd be like, you just blew it. You're like, you're probably so high on emotions, not good ones, obviously. It it kind of depends on how, like, the type of person you are and just how you're feeling at the end of it. Like, yeah. You know, I I could see it going both ways because you see golfers, like, after a round, they're like, you know, they they just kind of own up to it, and yep. they're just kind of like, you know, yeah, I just I didn't play very well today. You know, was in my I, head all day I, today. You know, wasn't hit really, some bad shots yep, and just, whatever. But you know, I you give them a little grace is how I see yeah. it. Just give them some grace. Yeah. So that was just something I thought you know that was kind of interesting. It was just that she uh, declined to do that, and I think that that's, I think there's no problem with that. I think in the future, I'd hope that if an you know if athletes feel like that they just don't want to, they have a bad day or whatever. It's cool, like we talked about last week. Um, so, transition to big NFL news, obviously from last week. So this is what we knew when I mentioned that, like last week, I was like, yeah, "I bet it's gonna happen." Yeah, but, and it did. And we were we were pretty much right. Well, with the Who, Titans. And... Yeah, Julio Jones uh, traded to the Titans for a second round pick in next year's draft and a fourth round pick in 2024. I'm pretty sure I was correct on that. See, either 2024 or 2023. That's what I was. That's the only one I was. Either way, doesn't really matter. It's a fourth round pick. It's not next year, and even if it was, not a big deal. But they got second round. And then now apparently the tight... So Ryan Tannehill just got his contract restructured to move cap space because they're going to go sign Julio Jones to a new deal. Who is that? Uh, Ryan Tannehill, their quarterback. So I'm also curious with Julio Jones's deal if the guaranteed money, if it'll be a little more front loaded because, of, hey, if it will be a little bit more front loaded because of AJ Brown coming up in a couple of years. Yeah, they're kind of front load. I Julio's feel like contract. AJ Brown. Well, yeah. Curious I, what number Julio Jones is gonna wear too. I think it's, it looks like eight. That's could be eight. That's what he won in college. Um, I'm think I was thinking maybe he would, if he doesn't go eight, I was thinking maybe he goes like eighty eight, or maybe maybe he goes like up to the eighties. But yeah, but I'd be interested to actually see if um, uh, AJ Brown like just what his contract's gonna look like because like he wanted Julio there, which means that he probably had the uh, he probably knew that Julio was gonna get paid, which would affect him. Yeah. 
So I want to so, say this is going to be AJ Brown's third year in the league this year. So he's got to go through this although, year, and then after this year ends, because this is Baker Mayfield Baker Mayfield's fourth year, they have to decide if they're going to franchise tag him before this fourth year, and then usually the fourth year is when they get their payday. But it won't kick in until after his fifth year option, because oh no, he wasn't a first round pick; he was a second round pick. So um, they well, might franchise tag him. What I uh, what I was listening to, uh, like I've been watching a lot of Pat McAfee and mm-hmm. like him and Ian Rappaport also said something about like just about how the cap means nothing. Like in reality, it like yeah, you can work around it. Like there's people like there. Someone was talking about how the Packers didn't make an attempt at Julio. It was either the Packers or someone else they didn't make like a real attempt at julio because of the cap and they're like that's just dumb because like there's people where their job is to figure out like how do we get this guy yeah and like yeah also from the impression i'm getting julio jones isn't coming in and saying i want to be the highest paid receiver he just wants to be a high paid Paid receiver. receiver yeah it's just what he wants. Yeah. Now, also, the only team that was in this position because of how they signed players was the Falcons because they have Matt Ryan's contract, which is like insanely high, and that's also why yeah. they're in such a big cap well, that they had. I think that they could have paid Julio. I just think that they would have had to sacrifice. I think they were saying it was they, then they would have had to either trade or get rid of Garrett J, uh, Grady, Grady Jarrett, which is yeah. their defensive yeah, tackle. No, they would have had is. to have yeah. gotten rid of him because he's, he's really also good. a pretty big cap hit as well. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so that's – so the question here, so Julio Jones, so first of all, the offense now looks at Ryan Tannehill as your quarterback. You had Derrick Henry in the backfield is coming off a 2,000-yard season. And your receivers are Julio Jones and A.J. Brown. Yeah. That's I think a, it does that's make a them a top three pretty I think solid actually, offense. No, and here's the thing. So Chiefs are one, right? Mm-hmm. The question I was, was curious about is Bills 2 – Titans too, and then maybe you got to bring up the Browns there. The Steelers, well. I think, could be okay. Yeah, well, they I, don't, I don't really have much. A I really, yeah, no, I, I would go Bills. Three. They don't really have. I would go Bills three. So you put the Titans ahead of the Bills, or who's you? I think so. Well, it depends on the defense because I don't, right now I don't know anything about either of the defenses. Well, Vrabel's a big defensive guy. Yeah, no. When I look at their. But I don't think the Titans really had that good of a defense. They weren't like that. They weren't a top. When I just look at the offense, I think Kansas City, Titans, Bills. For defense, offense. Oh, okay. Yes. Um. Yeah, I'm trying to think who's the other. What's the third? What's the fourth? The yeah, the Browns actually. Yeah, I don't know. I. I think it definitely makes them the top three for sure. Top, it makes the Titans top three, right? Um, yeah, I was trying to see. Yeah, so they were not, they were, they were not ranked as a top ten defense last year. So right, no, I think I was, I think they have good. a moderately good defense. They haven't saved some nice players on their defense. Um, but yeah, I just think that this, this, if their defense is good enough, their offense is clearly gonna be able to put up points. It's gonna be. I think they're stop. like it'll be. They'll have a rough. Well, I don't know. I think end of the year Titans are going to be scary because they'll be like yes in their rhythm. Right. I don't know whether it shakes up in the beginning or the middle. September but I think doesn't really matter a whole lot. 
it does if obviously they're hot you don't, don't want to be 0 2 because yeah. then the numbers aren't with you but yeah that's that's true towards the end of the year plus their division it's Jags Texans and, and Texans are gonna suck. Yeah, and the Colts are, could be all right. And Colts the, could be okay, and the Jags, the Jags could, could be, be enough to like where a, you'll be scared going into Jacksonville, maybe. But yeah. you should you should still win that game. But it could yeah. be like kind of like a Detroit Lions scenario where you're like yeah. the the Jags are probably looking to steal games versus correct. you know I mean obviously but yeah mm-hmm. and so. Um, Damn, I just was about to ask a question about the Titans, and I can't remember. We were just talking about something, and I, I damn it. No, it's all right. Um, um, but, yeah. oh, that was my question. So for fantasy-wise, would you draft Julio Jones or A.J. Brown, or would you stay away from both? Now, see, I know it depends on a whole, a whole lot of factors, but, like, just think. Here's my thought process. If you're playing PPR, Julio Jones is probably going to get you the yards more than A.J. Brown. A.J. Brown, I think, is scoring touchdowns, though. Because Hulu Jones, for the Falcons, in the last, like, three years, didn't really score a lot of touchdowns. A lot of yards, a lot of catches, no touchdowns in the red zone. That was his big thing, was, like, they couldn't seem to find him. I think of, fuck, I don't know. Cause I, would, I would have to look into it more. My initial thought is I would want Julio, just because he's the new face. You got Derrick Henry, which, in my mind, is thinking then don't take a receiver on the Titans because you have Derrick Henry. I know. But when you have those two weapons, I'd probably take Julio because I think he's going to get... I, know. I don't know. It's tough. Because then, like, then it's like... Because then... No, who, okay. Is he going to get doubled? Are you going right. to let A.J. Brown just see now, what he can do? Like, the other thing, though, is that with the AFC South... They don't have Johnny anymore, so that's... Right. And the other thing with the AFC South, like between Texans, Jags, and Colts, they don't really have like a Colts. lockdown corner they've got a good defense good defense but not like anyone who's like a Jan ramsey where you're like well then i just wouldn't play him they're gonna get safety though don't they i think they have a good Who? safety isn't it like malik hooker he's a free agent right now actually mm. yeah but he was on the colts though, yes right? he yeah. was yeah which i thought he was not a bad safety he was but yeah i mean um that is what yeah, I don't no, know. No, no, no. I, 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 I if think it came initially, up, I would have said... Take him late if it came to me, but I'm not taking him early. Well, first of all, I think the real thing is you're not necessarily losing with whoever you pick. No, you you're not, but one. I feel like which one's going to be more consistent. I just think... Like, I, I think that the receiver, new team, I'm going to go with A.J. Brown because he's been there. Tannehill, they got the Tannehill, But does Tannehill feel like he's got to get the ball to Julio? You know? Yeah, okay. like you just got this guy. He's like, I gotta get the ball to Julio. That's where I think. That's where I, what I'm thinking is, either early, middle, whatever part of the year, they're gonna have to get their rhythm together. Which is why I think right. late they're gonna be scary because eventually they're gonna get the rhythm. Like oh, eventually yeah. they're gonna figure it out. One hundred percent. Where's their figuring it out period? Like, right. They still gotta you know, play some games together. Yes. Get their rhythm down. Because I do think that Tannehill, like, as a quarterback, how would you not be like, okay, shit, I got Julio Jones. It To me, it, it makes me think of Baker Mayfield. Like, Baker Mayfield was from, it, like, literally, it's actually like a very good comparison. I feel like Jarvis, A.J. Brown, Odell, and Julio, where right. you had Jarvis, and he's a great receiver, and then you add Odell, and you're like, well, yeah, fuck, but, now I got to... But, Get Odell the ball. Yeah, there was between Odell and Julio. 
Julio's not coming out and well, being like, I didn't get the catches today. Odell's probably going to be like, I didn't get the catches either way, today. Either way, I think it's still, either way, I still think in the quarterback's mind, they're like, it's tough. That's a tough position to be I agree. In because you want to give the ball, and you got Derrick Henry. It's almost like an overload of weapons. Like, yeah, you really got to have a great offensive coordinator to know, like, that's the thing. This. You gotta just make sure you dial up the plays that you want, and just know the weapons you've got on the outside. You've got a fantastic route runner in Julio Jones, and you've got just a yeah. yak guy in in AJ Brown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that'll be. You know what? And I'm sure this is something that once preseason starts, we get closer, we'll really dive into this when we do maybe a little fancy draft kind of uh blah blah, blah whatever yeah. little thing. But you know, it that's that was something I thought about. So we'll. Put a pin in that. Um, Next is is Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers, which his future. So I was I've been wa- I've been looking into a lot. Yeah. About it looks just interesting. Right because now. so right now he is not showing up to no. training camp. Right. So now he is losing money for not being a training camp, which I think if he doesn't show up at all, he's gonna be at like two million. Now what I did hear though is that if he does come back to the Packers. Odds are the Packers then aren't gonna then find him. That's what people no. kind of don't know yeah. is that like no. if they're the Packers then are the ones who are finding him, but if anything they're just not gonna find him. And then... No, that, I don't think that's their concern. I think so. Like Rogers probably isn't gonna retire. There's but no way. There was I think talks there's no of way like he retires. But there was talks of like. Like, there's rumors of, like, a deal. Like, Rodgers... Right now, the Packers are, like, where where Rodgers is at and the Packers are are just, like, this limbo period where I think 2022 is get Rodgers out of there. 2022 is Jordan Love. But right now, they're, like, they don't... Because they didn't trade him in the draft, they can't, like... There's only a f- handful of teams who can trade for Rodgers right now. But they and also, if they wait, it won't be as big of a cap hit for the Packers now once June starts. Same reason with Julio Jones with the Falcons. Sure, but still, like... I'm just saying that's why they wouldn't trade him in the, in the draft. Versus now. he's, he's Yeah, a, I know, but would you rather trade him and take a cap hit or not have him play at all? Well, yes. I mean, obviously, so like, I'd rather trade him earlier and then... So I think that's like the dilemma that I would not want to. That's uh, when I put it on our notes. Like I would not want to be in the middle of this, is because, first of all, the Packers are a like, they're not. They don't have an owner. They have a general ma- manager, which is like a totally different right arena. Because usually the owner makes those like huge money decisions. Like like the old GM was on Pat McAfee talking about the being the GM of the Packers and how different it is because he can make. In terms of money, like, a lot of decisions and the board is just, like, yeah. So, I think for the Packers, I'm really interested. I'm re- I know everyone else is. Yeah. Like, it's just, I I don't know. I literally don't know what is going to happen. Like, will, Rod- I, will Rodgers play? Maybe? I don't see a way he doesn't play. Here's the only thing, though, that I would think. What I don't want to have happen is what I think would be bad for the team and from the NFL going forward. You can't fire the GM. 
Rodgers wants to GM out. You can't fire the GM yeah. because your quarterback says, I don't like him. I want him fired. Because then that's just going to open up a can of worms of, like, teams are going to – players. I think quarterbacks, they're the most scrutinized position in football. They want to have more of a say. Maybe that's just like, hey, you ask for their opinion, whether you use it or not, whatever, blah, blah. Like, you let a guy get the heads I up. But with the GM, I think they're going to – I think – I think the Packers are going to figure this out. I think the really big question is, the figuring out part is, does he get a new deal or does he get traded? Okay. I don't see it where he doesn't get a new deal and he goes back to the team. I agree, but from the player's perspective, like Aaron Rodgers, now he's kind of like, well, you guys, I'm coming off of a MVP season yep. and you want me to just be like the holdout guy where... I'm going to play this year, but eventually you're going to go to mm-hmm. rough, go to love, which is what happened with him and, and, and Brett Favre. So from his perspective, he's kind of like, well, what the fuck? You want me to be an MVP caliber player for you because it's the best for your organization, which is like, yeah, but Aaron, that's but what Brett the Packers Favre want. Brett was going to retire. That's the difference. He was like, they had spoken with Aaron or with Brett Favre, and Brett Favre was like, I'm going to retire. He retired. The Packers said, Matt, Matt, uh, Mike McCarthy then said, we're moving on with Aaron Rodgers. And then it was like a month later that Brett Favre was like, I want to come back. And Mike McCarthy was like, no, like we're moving on with Aaron Rodgers. We're starting a new yeah. book. We're not going to then, I'm not telling Aaron Rodgers, like, no, it's not you. Brett Favre is actually going to come back now. That's why they trade away Brett yeah. Favre. They went Aaron Rodgers. This is a little bit different because Aaron Rodgers is not at a point where like they didn't ask him like, "Hey, do you think you're going to retire?" Aaron Rodgers, the opposite, said, "I'm going to play. I want to play till I'm 40." I know. It just feels like it feels like he's already going to get traded. Like like there's already. I just haven't seen any rumors though from the other side of a team where they're like the Broncos. Not now. They're all waiting. Not this year. I'm just saying like, oh, so like next, next year, year he's yes. going to be traded. I, I think he's, I don't. I don't see that. No, I I, I actually think he's just. Because like, I don't think there's any way he plays this season without getting a new deal. That's the only thing. There's no way he's going to play on this one-year guaranteed and say, fine, I'll play out this year and then get That's why I think it's so interesting. Treated. I don't know. It's like, because like, we're thinking of all these possibilities. He does that, plays on the one-year deal, and then he gets out of there, which is what some people are saying that he, I he mean, might do. Heck. Because then they'll say, we, we promise we'll trade you. But then it's like a uh, risk of getting injured. Like, there's yeah. so many factors that might go into it. He gets a new deal. Then what is it? You just also from the Packers' perspective, you did want to trade him. His value is as high as it's going to be right now. MVP season. MVP because yep. next year, if he goes out, throws four thousand yards, thirty five touchdowns, it, eight picks, it's not what he was last year. And he's I, a year older now. No, nope, yeah. he's a year older now. But he's still Aaron Rodgers. He I, still I is. agree your point. He's still not the same value. Still high value, still, but just not the same. If you could have gotten three first round picks this year, next year if he does thirty five and eight, four thousand yards, he's two first round picks, not three. I don't know. I that, that's that's what I if I was another team, I'd be like, Well, he's a year older now, it's like and I don't you may give up a couple second rounds, but uh, I don't know. That's that's why I think it's mm. just gonna be I'm very interested to see well, what say, though, goes here. When he does the golf thing, Maybe DeShambo asked him a couple questions about it. Maybe yeah. he, he's got the hot mic. We'll see if when he is says that again. Him. He's like July, July 6th. Yeah. I think it's July 6th. So, okay. you know, a little hot mic. Maybe DeShambo's like, so, what do you... Now, by then, maybe we might have an answer, though. That, that's nah, the, I, be, I, I bet there's something that DeShambo's... Or 
Yeah, that Rogers and DeChambeau talked about. Oh, shit, totally off topic. You totally didn't uh, mention. Your birthday is tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was... I know. I don't don't know. I just looked at it. It was the ninth because I was thinking about it was a month later. And I go, oh, shit. Not going to lie here. Birthday kind of stuck up on me a little bit. All my wedding shit and everything. Also, I was looking at it and it was like May 20th. And I was like saying something about how, oh, yeah, we're getting ready for June. I was like, oh, shit. June 10th. Yeah. June 10th. Birthday's soon. So, but I'm going to put a pin in that. I'm going to come back at that later. So just before we leave, I got a question for you. Okay. So you know, it's, I kind of feel like it's our, we're doing a disservice to our podcast going from this NFL talk to our Logan Paul, uh, Chad Johnson. But we can make a quick segment out of it. I did watch the fight. Did you pay for it? Yes. So you're one of the guys. Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't know. We're one of the guys. Oh well, because people in the, well the people in the boxing community I, were just like whatever. Listen, I don't really care. Here's, here's my only thing. I here's my only thing I've got. What is the both these guys are making money and people who have a problem. Floyd Mayweather said it the best. He goes, if you don't like it, then don't pay and watch. And I was yeah, like, I he's not wrong. I'm like, I get it. The people in the boxing community are like, what the hell? These guys are making a mockery. And Floyd Mayweather's like, it's not whatever, dude. People still paid to go watch it. That's the thing. They got... It was They don't watch it. If you hate it, then don't watch it. Yeah. I didn't watch it, and I'm okay with that. I saw the highlights. I'm cool with it. Whatever. Like, yeah, it was whatever. So, but, like, people paid to go watch it. I don't know how did that. For, even, did you hear what he said, though, about how, like, he's the best legal bank robber? That's the best thing I've ever heard. He's the best legal bank robber that there is. I mean, he didn't fight Manny Pacquiao. He waited... Until Manny Pacquiao had a slight injury, he was a little bit older, and then he's like, "All right, I'll fight, I'll fight Pacquiao now," and then it was a huge fight, and he won. Yeah. And he did the same thing with Canelo Alvarez. Now that one's a little bit different because Canelo wasn't Canelo like he is now, but uh, obviously you said you didn't see it, but the undercard was Chad Johnson went and fought, and basically for the people who didn't see it, I mean. From what I heard, he was winning the first couple rounds. He was actually like winning the fight, and he just got fatigued, dropped his gloves in the fifth round, and they weren't up as high to play defense. Fourth and what's that? Fourth, fourth. Oh, fourth round. Yeah. Um, dropped his gloves a little bit, and then just took a cross right to the chin and was knocked. So, yeah, I did. Yeah. Now the when you, the Logan Paul fight. Yep. I did a uh, pick 'em for it oh. was like a 50k event. Oh pool. yeah, I did see that. Did you win? Got all eight correct. Oh, what'd you win? 13 bucks. I was so pissed. I got... You got all eight correct? You only won 13 bucks? Yeah. I got... So, will the fighters touch gloves? That's like 70 cents a pick. <laughs> Dude, I don't... Yeah, I don't know how that happened. But I got eight of eight. So, will the fighters touch gloves? Yes. Will the fighters go to the distance? Yes. Will there be a knockout in the first four rounds? No. no. How many knockdowns will there be? Under one and 1.5. Does either boxer touch the ropes during the first round? Yes. Who will be interviewed first? Floyd. 100%. Will Logan Paul call out his next opponent? I said yes. Because I was like, he's either, which, I did, they, he, he like, they counted him saying, um, maybe a Floyd Mayweather part two. So they counted that. But I was thinking maybe he would call out somebody else. And then it said, will Floyd Mayweather say his, this is his last fight? And I said no. And he didn't. He he actually was directly asked, "What is what does this mean?" Or like, "Will you fight again?" You know. And he just was basically the most Floyd professional the answer. There. Was like, well, well, no. He was just like, you know, I, I don't know. I had fun tonight, so you know, we'll, we'll see how the we'll just see what what the future holds. But I I had fun tonight. Like he made it all about that night. Like 
he made it all about, you know, this is a good, you know, he, he, he did, he held up. The thing about the fight, okay, is Logan Paul is, he's a big guy. Oh, yeah. R- regardless of his boxing technique, there's not many people who can stand in the ring unless you are a professional boxer. Like, if you are a professional boxer and you know how to box, you're going to put, obviously, and you're the same. You're, if Logan's fighting a guy who's the same weight class, he's going to lose. 100%. He fought Floyd, who was much smaller than him, but yes. Floyd knows how to box. Yes. But I'm telling you, if anybody steps in the ring against Logan Paul, who's not a boxer, I don't know, you you know, not like a UFC guy either, really. I mean, UFC guy who's known for more boxing, but either way, like, Logan Paul did fine. You could see he clearly just wasn't a boxer. Yes. Like, that's, that's the thing. Like, that's why... Um. I think the matchup worked. Yeah. Also, Floyd did not look tired at all. There was no, no part of the fight no. where Floyd... That's, made, if you remember when, all we bought, eight rounds, when we bought the McGregor-Floyd fight and we watched it, the whole time I'm watching it going, man, McGregor that's why is he's just laying all these jabs. But literally, Floyd even after when he won in the ninth round, Floyd goes, I knew, fine, hit me all day you want. First four or five rounds, hit me all day you but want. But he still gets I know, his shots in. Like I know he, he does. does that. He gets but a shoulder roll. He gets a couple. So, of, bah, bah. Yeah, but and so the other thing I was gonna say, um, so there's a whole thing though if, when you saw it that people said he definitely would have knocked down Jake Paul, but that Floyd Logan. caught or sorry Logan yeah. and that but Floyd kind of caught him a that. little bit. Honestly, watching it live, I didn't see it. Okay, watching the replays. Okay. Sure, that it did look like it. But as I watched it, I was sober. I watched it live. I didn't see because that's what I'm curious about. Because sometimes you know when they cut the clip, it looks like one it, thing. If you'd watched the whole thing, would have I in live been like, whoa, whoa, whoa? He definitely would have been knocked the fuck down right there. Or like, it, was it a? I don't know. Maybe it, he would have fell. Maybe he wouldn't have. Probably would have. As wobbled. far as people also saying like they were hugging the whole time. You look at like I don't know. Like you just. Dude, any boxing match, come on. That ha- yeah, that happens. You saw that, uh, the Fury fight. I was about fight. to say, Fury, the Fury Wilder, they like were when they way, were fighting. Like, they were talking. Actually, the commentary was all about how Fury was like laying his body like, on, like on, to tire him out. Like, right. That That is a part of boxing it, that yeah. people... Well, I like, that not to thing. say that I know a lot about boxing because no. I don't, but like... I was actually a little annoyed by how often people were like, oh, Logan's just... how like, Look at the hugging match. Like, come on, man. I'm not saying... It, but... Right, and that's the thing, though, is that what can be frustrating is that a lot of people who watch this, they're bringing a new fan base of people who aren't the boxer watchers. This is like a mainstream, like, oh, hey, I know Logan, he's fighting Floyd Mayweather. Oh, sweet, I want to go watch that. Someone who then wouldn't go watch just any other boxing uh, match. Rocky Balboa boxing. Right. (laughs) They're expecting the, you know, Creed 2 boxing. But, like,. I agree with you. I saw some of that stuff too. I'm like, okay, well then, like, I've seen other boxing matches where I actually paid for whatever to go watch this fight, and I, you've seen the same stuff. Yeah. Even when Floyd and Manny Pacquiao fought, people said the same thing. It was like it was a boring fight because Floyd's such a defensive fighter. Most of his fights are somewhat boring because yeah. he's a, now what you said earlier. I did see a stat how like Floyd made contact on oh, like yeah. half his 50, punches. Yeah. And Logan was like fifteen yeah. percent actually made contact, which also yeah. just proves I mean like. Obviously, Logan was probably throwing out a little bit more, but same thing when he when 
when he fought McGregor. Floyd, though, when he landed him, he landed punches, and McGregor was just landing like the it's punch percent was like a lot lower. The power all about percent, whatever. Floyd's technique, and that's why I think he's like the best boxer yeah. that well I've ever seen. I don't know. People yeah. are gonna say whatever. Hey, listen, but, but that's the big thing, right? I've ever seen. He's the best boxer I've ever seen, and could be of all time just because Defensive, of yeah. like in his weight class. Tough like, to be fifty now. Canelo's guy, gonna be a top boxer, and he's obviously and he's a little bit bigger the guy than Floyd, but knows how to box. Yeah, the guy and how to knows, play defense. That's but, but that's the shoulder point. roll. But that's the point. Like that's yeah. how he wins because right. he knows the sport. Like he just knows you gotta you gotta let them get their shots. But you he knows when he can attack. He know he's, he's Khabib is not a striker. He's a wrestler. People don't like that in UFC. Well, guess what? He's, he's undefeated for a reason. And he and wins. I wish he kept going. Right. So, um, yeah, so that's, and I think, uh, Jake Paul actually said an opponent, so I don't know when that fight is, I'm sure we'll oh, talk yeah, about it later, um, but he came out, I think he's fighting someone else now, Wesley, so. Wesley, or, uh, or, yeah. Yeah, He's a like, UFC guy. I yeah, think, it's another UFC guy, I did see that, so that'll be interesting to see, and, you I know. Jake it, Paul is going to get tossed. I don't know, man. I, I, now I'm almost kind of like, fuck, because he might actually be a pretty good, my only thing though is that I want to see him fight against someone that's not. A UFC guy as a boxer, but I think this dude um, is like was known for his uh, striking. Yeah, like like, like, like more of, okay, like right, more well, of a be, boxer. That'll be interesting. He he's on a bit of like a down. Yeah. Right. Uh, like he. Lo- Who is his name? Why didn't that come up? Like I literally looked up Jake Paul. Well, it said fight next. It's a fight. Next fight, and it right. came up with a bunch of shit about Floyd Mayweather. <laughs> um, well, while you go find us that last Tyron word. Woodley, Tyron Woodley. Um, yeah, I think Tyron he looks fucking scary, and oh, yeah. it's yeah. I think a part of it is just like the inexperience in like live fighting that I think they're. Like, Logan, you could tell in that one round where he, he just tried to, like, punch him and punch him and punch him and punch him and punch him. You know, he, like... He, yeah. Floyd was literally just... Like, it's a bar fight. Yeah. In a, in a way. Like, not, like... Like, I just don't think they have the technique that, like, these guys who've literally been doing it for their whole life have that technique. Yeah. They are picking it up, and they're fighting guys who are huge and have done it for a while. So... Making money, though. Making money. Making money. Making money. Absolutely. Making I am money. all for it. Uh... We're going to transition here yeah. on a nice little, uh, that nice boxing pivot into a sport that allows boxing when you don't like the other person. Hello. Hockey. You threw me off with the yellow. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. I think this is great. I'm glad you put this number one on here. Okay. Literally, we said it as the last episode ended, talking about the Canadians. We're sitting here a week yep. later, and they came in. Man, they're literally waiting for, right? No, no, no. no. They get Tampa. That's right. Tampa. Seven straight games. Canadians have won seven straight games. Close out Toronto and then swept yep. Winnipeg. We talked about it. We sa- and I, I said Price is so hot right now. He's not letting anything past him in goal. Yeah. Yeah. That I, whole team. I talked about how, because, yeah, we had a whole conversation about whether it's going to work against them. Yep. Because, because they, they went out of a seven game but we, series. But they, did, but they were on the high end. Right, so that's what, and it, and they they just dominated. God, I watched. Man. They had like thirty nine shots on goal, 
the la- like I think it was the last game or the yeah. game before. I they, think I know what at you're one point they had thirty nine shots on goal and Winnipeg had like twenty. Yeah, it, like, like they were almost doubling. Their well, their defense was better. Oh their yeah, goaltending was better. I don't know how much of an impact it had on the one guy from Winnipeg who was who was suspended for the four games, right? Because for the hit mm-hmm. on the oh, player. Yeah. Now I honestly think whether that guy played or not, Canadians clearly on the ice were just the better now, team. Yeah, and now the Winnipeg coach said I, I didn't watch the first couple games, but I like saw the last two and more of the last one. I that watched the, the Winnipeg. Um, it could have gone either way. Like each game could have gone either way. Yeah, but it was only one. It was like one, one goal games. It was two one. So he was like, you know, but man, listen, goals uh, go. I'm just. That's what I'm saying. Carry. And one game was one zero. It's gonna off. be good. I think Tampa's gonna win in five or six. I don't know though. I mean, I, it's I, man. Like I agree with you. I'm like because listen, Tampa. I the actually am champs. rooting for the Canadians. I think so. I too. just think. Ta- and and well, I, I'll kind of go into the my bracket. Yeah. But because at this point, that side of the bracket's meaningless because I had someone beating Tampa, who was the hmm, who oh Carolina. I had Carolina, Carolina beating Tampa, and then oh, sorry, Carolina I know you meant who they, yeah, got yeah. it. I was thinking like so, almost like first round. I was like huh, no. Man. So it, it but with the two games that are. Upon us, yes. Two game sixes, which surprising, surprised about Vegas. I was surprised that Vegas won last night. That there, I didn't watch the end of it, but I woke Jackson up. was talking about it. He said it was yeah. He sent me a Snapchat before Vegas won that said something about like really good game. Think Vegas is gonna win this one. I was watching it and I saw that they were down two one, and I fell asleep. And obviously, then they tied in the one in overtime. Right, so. Both games, game six, both teams who are down in the series are away. So they have to force yep. game seven, but they will get it at home. Right. Both both work that way. Yep. So I would need both of them By to the, win. Just so people know, Islanders yeah. up 3-2 oh, yeah. playing Boston tonight in yes. New York, Boston, yes. and Islanders. Which is going to be, ah, shit, I'm going to be painting. And tomorrow night, it's going to be Vegas- Avalanche, Avalanche, go to Vegas tomorrow. Actually, the game's probably started. No, I, I think six. it starts at 6.30 maybe. 6.30 on NBCSN. It's going to be right during that. So, right. Well, okay, I'll, I'll so let's... So, right, let's... But <laughs> my bracket, if Boston and Colorado lose... Yesterday, I t- or the last podcast, I talked oh, about man. how I went from six out of... I was six out of eight. I Six yep. out of eight. Go to the second round, yeah. Into the second round? Yep. If Boston and Colorado lose, I will have zero. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I went from... Well, me too. I had Boston going... Six of eight to zero. Yeah, I mean, I did not have the Canadians or the Lightning going. No, that was like... That's done for. Yeah. But, okay, so... Do you think the Bruins are going to get it to a Game 7? I think the Bruins are too good to not get themselves to a Game 7. I don't yeah, think they're going to win the Game 7, will. but I think they're going to win tonight. I think Boston's going to come out and they're going to win tonight. Fuck. I'm, yeah, I think I'm actually kind of pissed now because I think the game's going to be I was going to put a bet on it. I'm not going to. For the first goal to be scored, call them pass or not. I like talking about that last week. Like it, right out hand, maybe score it all, but he's probably whatever. I'm going past now. But no. So then 
Now, I do think the Avalanche are going to come back and I... I don't, I don't know. know. Fuck, in I Vegas. I think they're both going to be... I think Vegas... Very right. interesting. Yeah. Man, I'm... Listen, people. NBA is only... They just started game one of these... I'm telling you. Watch Boston Islanders, Colorado. But, yeah, Canadians and Tampa is going to be a good series, especially when you got the reigning Stanley Cup champion against a team who's coming in, winning their seven games in a row. So... Yeah. But... And I think that but that's going to start on like. I think that starts Friday or Saturday. Saturday yeah, yeah. Um, which makes sense because Game Six would be tonight, Wednesday. Game Seven would be Friday for uh, Boston, and then Game Seven for Vegas would be on Saturday, yeah. which would make sense. Probably with them would be Game One for Lightning and Canadians. Um, so yeah, I that's been solid. So here's. Uh, a bet that I tried to explain to Josh, but I'm going to explain to everyone else what I did. It's actually... So, if I placed a bet where it was called come back and win. If a team, it is you place a bet for the team that at some point in the game, they will be losing by a goal or more, and then they will come back and win. Got it. So, what I did was I looked at you know, looked at some of it, whatever, blah, 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 last night, and I hedged a bet. I never would do that a lot, but I hedged it because the odds were plus 550 for the Avalanche to be down and come back and plus 750 for Vegas to be down and come back. So basically all I need to have happen was whoever scored the first goal of the game, I needed the other team to come back and win. But then if that team then scored two goals, so then they were up 2-1, then it wouldn't have mattered who won. I was going to win money no matter what. Because either a team was losing, just right. came and took the lead, or the team now who's losing right. would come back. Didn't work out because Avalanche were up 2-0, and then the game was then tied at 2-2, and it only does not, and it doesn't include the overtime. Ah. Which so then I thought I won because I saw Vegas won, and right. then I read the fine print. Overtime does not include overtime. So tonight, so far, only one game hasn't worked out, but. Tonight I have. So I what's the your same earnings thing. when you hedge? What's like are you actually earning? So anything? right. So the most I can win, if so tonight if the, if Boston. Does it? I'll win thirty, bucks. If the Islanders do it, I'll win forty bucks. And what'd you place? Five five dollar bets on both. Oh okay. So yeah. So twenty I, bucks or thirty. Right. So I either win. Yeah, forty bucks or thirty bucks. But twenty bucks or no, 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 I already did the math because it's oh. you you place five, you win forty five. Oh, okay. So you, when you were telling me that, you put the math. Yeah, in. I already did the math. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So I did tonight. Now, if it doesn't work out tonight, I'm not doing it ever again. Tonight's my last. I did it last night. I'm doing tonight. Doesn't work out. I'm out. Not doing it again. But just kind of something I saw on DraftKings and thought I would go do that. Um. Yeah. So. With hockey, the other, obviously, playoffs you got going on right now is going to be the NBA. Uh, but the big news, Nikola Jokic. Yeah, MVP. The MVP. Uh, Didn't he, you say something about that? Uh, yeah, I think he, that I thought he was going to win the MVP. Yeah, yeah I mean, because he was the favorite. He, he honestly should have been the one player who won it. He had been close the last couple of years. He puts up the points, the assists, and the rebounds. He's not a flashy player by any means. He's a fantastic player, though. And he... Rightfully so, should have been the MVP of the league. So, congrats yeah. to him. The only part, though, that has been lacking with the MVP is that, from how it looks, the MVP, again, will be a second-round exit. Yeah. Which is the only part Yeah. that's not 
the best, but eh. um, now that they could still you know come best back. Best player throughout the it's a long year. Yeah, I mean, you know. But he was the best player in the league, so it's nice that he won. Um, so with that right now, kind of wanting to make sure that we go over at least. So right now you've got Hawks and the 76ers, which is tied at 1-1 with the series. Yeah. Brooklyn and the Bucks, which I said was going to be the series to we watch. We both said. Yeah. We both said. Which, by the way, James Harden gets injured game one. All right, so the Nets won. By, they, they did they, make the spread, but they, they won. The game was handled for the most part. The score's a little misleading that you thought it was closer than it actually was. But man, game two, no James Harden. Fucking KD was unreal. So was Kyrie. And they both Blake had Griffin was like twenty twelve Blake Griffin Kyrie out there. Kyrie and Kyrie had like almost the same amount of points that the Bucks did at half or at the end of Ooh, the first they or at just, half. They were up by forty at one point. They blew the doors off of Ransack. Milwaukee. Oh my gosh. And yeah, and so I, right now I think the series to watch is probably gonna be the Jazz and Clippers. They had a good game last night. Came down to the end, um, yeah. but Jazz and Clippers, uh, they tried a, a three pointer to tie it, missed it, but or uh, I wonder Gobert yeah. blocked it. But I would love to watch the Hawks and 76ers. I just feel like the Hawks are like I put this in our notes. They're sniffing the Eastern Conference Finals. They're just like sniffing it. But I don't know that. I think they'll be a nice team, obviously, to watch next year, like we said last week. I think week. they're going to lose in five. Yeah, I think so, too. I think they got the first one, Yeah. So, but 76ers, yeah, it's all going to be about Embiid, though. If Embiid yeah. can stay healthy for those yeah. four games, they'll be solid. But yeah. it, the only reason why I would go to six is because of Embiid's health. Yeah. Also, I think I agree with you. I think they're done in five. Now, the other game, obviously, is Suns and Nuggets. Suns pretty much handled the first game. They play again tonight. We'll see how that goes, if the Nuggets make any kind is of it improvements. Is game two? I thought it was game three. It's game two? Yeah, it's game two. Okay. Yeah, game two. Um, yeah, it's tonight. Okay, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, that, that'll be a good series, that's, too. I agree. So, hopefully we're not wrong about that. That series, the Western Conference series is a little bit better than the Eastern Conference right now. But, um, we, for the most part right now, we're really big in the hockey mode with the games going on right now. Come next week, these series will be at the five and six mm-hmm. series, and we'll be diving in more with that. So, um... The MLB, I kind of, this was... Yeah, so, well, I just have, I've, I've seen a lot on this lately. Did you see the Garrett Cole press conference? Yeah. Or hear about it? Yeah. Yeah. So, well, first of all, the Giants winning the NL West, leading the NL West yeah. right now is they Yeah, I agree. I With the Padres and the, and the, and the Dodgers, yeah. and they're leading. I mean, it's going to yeah. change for sure. I don't, they're not going to yeah, sustain yeah, this. But they're but hot right now. They're hot right now. Giants are hot. I placed a bet on them today, and they lost, unfortunately, to mm. the Rangers. Yeah. Okay. Um, but the whole pitcher cheating scandal, and so, have you heard like of the like much about it? Like, yeah. At first, it was sunscreen and rosin because that's like a sticky, right? Yeah. That's legal. That was legal because it's two legal substances. But it, right? Now it's. This like powerlifting stuff that's spider tack. Yeah, spider tack. Yeah. Um, and which is mainly used for lifters to get a grip of the barbell and everything like that. Right, and right. literally there are videos of people putting on their hands and holding up just a brick with their hand flat. Yeah. Um, and I, I, it was, I've been listening to a lot about it. Um, and at first the players were like, okay. The the pitcher's argument to it was. 
hey, because the batters initially were okay with it. Because the pitchers were like, hey, you know, this is going to give us more control. Like, you know, like it's going to give us more control on our ball. We're not going to be scared. We're not going to hit you. It increases the spin rate by a fucking ton. And then batters are like, well, shit, your fastball that's coming in high now kind of looks like it's rising because of the spin rate. And or your slider is like leaving the strike zone when Ridiculous. you aim at my elbow and next thing I know it's actually way outside. So then now they're so then their batting average goes to like two thirty and they're like, yeah, okay, right, we don't like which this. Which right now they're on pace right now. It's the worst batting average in like years. Right. As a league. So but the thing that stemmed it all was that baseball didn't do anything about it. Like it was one scandal to the next, but this one and even with the sign stealing, I heard today like that it started with like the Boston Red Sox using Apple watches, mm-hmm. which then led. And not to say that that is whatever, but now it, there's blatant like video of cheating. Like you go like uh, you don't have a TikTok, but like I go and t- I follow this guy on TikTok, and he yep. like just shows videos of like the best pitchers right now. They're putting their fingers in their gloves, and you see their fingers like stick off. They're like they're like plucking them off their glove, yeah. and then they're they're pitching. And yeah, Garrett Cole was asked about it in a press conference, and, and he's he just kind of like basically, it'd be like yeah, like there was a funny example where it was like, hey Josh, like did you drink a beer yesterday? Uh, well, well that's it. It's kind of tough. I don't really know it's how to really answer. answer that. I don't know how and, to really and, answer that. Well, I'm asking, did you have a beer? Well, I don't. We'll see, but, but it was a good down, way of people di- did it. I don't really know. Like, I thought it, it was a good way of saying it without calling out other players because he's. I agree. It's more yeah, of so- like it's more like they're not cracking down on it, and like, so what do you want me to do here? Like now, the MLB is not cracking down. Minor on leagues it. though has they suspended four players that, for substance. I'm sure, and yeah. so they're. So there's a there's a hinting that maybe it's gonna trickle up to the MLB. However, the managers aren't aren't the ones who are coming out and saying, "Hey, check their gloves, check their," because they have people on their team too who are doing the same thing. So right. that's part of the problem. There is that, a somewhat unwritten rule of, "Hey, well, Josh not even manager, unwritten, but we'll like, but Josh manager over here, Josh Richard manager over here, your guys doing whatever." I know it. You know my guys do whatever. We're not going to say anything here and let the pitching ride out. I don't even... Yeah. I guess if you want to call it unwritten, but, like, you're just not going to do it because you know the guy on your side is doing it, too. So, like, whether it's unwritten or not, it's kind of like, well, your guys... Yeah. Got a lot. I also think it is worth noting that, yes, the average is down. No hitters are up. should also be worth noting, too, that... What I heard was also about launch angles yeah. are higher now because people are aiming for more home runs versus getting on base. Yeah, and and <laughs> whether that affects it that much, but that also should be like just thrown in. That's also affecting the batting average. But um, people are going for two thirties and fifty home runs versus right. three three hundred with twenty home runs and two hundred base hits and right. thirty bags. Which a guy had a kind of a good point, like. You want to watch singles all day, okay? Or do you want to, you know, watch home runs? I don't know. I don't watch baseball, so it's not really going to intrigue me even more. I watch postseason sometimes, but like, it's kind of up to the players. I feel like at this point, like this this scandal feels like it's a player thing because like, yeah, 
are the pitchers are the are the batters gonna say something about it because they know like play, the league knows like the, there's no way yeah. the league doesn't oh, yeah, know no, so yeah. like league. now it's kind of like what's what's When's gonna the happen? threshold right. gonna like, be like oh, now we gotta step in and do something are we gonna then allow could be you know I I'm curious not even next week over the next month if there's gonna be something or not maybe next season's when they do something yeah I don't know but it that's just, that's a big thing right now yeah. Yeah, but I mean, it's also part of that too, too. And just for me, I think what I would like to hear is I like that uh, Degrom over the last two and a half years has been unstoppable. Right now, he's got less than a one ERA. Right now, I don't know if I'd really would like. I wouldn't like it if I had heard that he was using stuff and it was proven. I'd kind of be like, well, damn, it kind of taints how good you were. You still were that good, probably. Just you weren't as good as your stats say because you probably had a little bit of help there. Yeah, but it's to their. I think to the pitcher's point, it's like if they're not like Garrett no, no, Cole, no. like hey. Garrett Cole and Trevor Bauer, like well, they're not cracking down on it. No. If I'm this fucking I good, can you was, imagine? And that's how the whole good thing with how be? that if you watch John Boy, that's how he said the whole thing yeah. was like that's how Trevor Bauer won a Cy Young last year is because well he goes fine if you guys are gonna, right. if you guys are going to come yeah. down on this and fine I'm going to use it and you guys and then he won a Cy Young. Yeah, exactly. and that's like the whole kind of a thing yeah. where, but. Uh, yeah, that's it's a very interesting thing. From me as a casual fan, it's like, yeah, they're not going to come down on it. For me, it's like I just said, it'd be like the Degrom thing, where I'd be like, oh, it kind of sucks, but like you're still like that good. Yeah. But like you know, they're not going to do anything. Um. So wrapping ourselves up here, um, a little bit of sports betting. Really, I only have one thing, and I'm just gonna be like a broken record here. Mm-hmm. NBA, NBA, NBA. I've been on. From last week to this week, um, in a matter of eight days, I'm up like two hundred and eighty bucks, and I'm I'm at like above fifty percent of my bets, and NBA bets are even higher. Like I just, if you really look as to even now with the second round and seeing how teams played in the first round. With the Suns, they played really good defense, and a lot of they hit most of the unders. But the Nuggets were super high with the over, so I still hit the over because the Lakers were also very good at hitting the under. And the, listen, the Bucks and Nets, they were putting the line at like two forty, and I hit the unders both nights because I'm like, there's just no way that the Bucks just weren't hitting that high of points. And then even when the Brooklyn Nets crushed yeah. them. Brooklyn Nets scored a crap ton of points, but Brooklyn didn't do anything. And I even took with the Hawks. Yes, they did win game one. Hawks also made 48% of three-pointers on the first game, which they was like, they're not doing that night two. They were just, they were hot night one. They hit most of their shots, came in night two. Sixers minus six. Sixers won by 13. Yeah, I mean, you're dialed in there. At but now the NHL I can't get a grip on, and the MLB I'm not even trying to touch right now. No, Although unless Barstool, they do do they Barstool does this thing where for they pick five games, all five games got to have over five runs, and the last two have hit so far. Hmm. So that one's also pretty nice. But yeah, as far as bets just go, I would say the best series though to bet on right now is definitely the Brooklyn and Milwaukee. Maybe not great to watch, good to bet on, and um, the. I, right now, Clippers and Jazz is a little iffy. Uh, Philadelphia and the Hawks, I would just keep a look at what the line is of what they're giving the 
the 76ers, and then with the Suns and Denver. Are you I still would... betting if it's minus? Or are you taking all plus? Like, like you're throwing bets. Usually I parlay it, so it's usually. Okay. So usually if there's two games, like, so tonight I think the Suns are on, so I might not, I wouldn't parlay, like, two things with the Suns game. If I like one, I probably would just pick the one. Even right. if it's, like, minus 110, I'm just going to take that because, right. That's what I think about it, is that if, if I'm going to bet on an NBA game and there's two on the night and I would put a single on it, I'm just going to parlay it because it's better for me than if I did two singles and I won one of them. I would technically lose money. Hmm. Now cents on the dollar, but yeah. yeah. Um, okay, last couple of things here, and then I have a surprise question here for you. So is my thing, you still have my thing for this week? Is that a next week thing? Your thing. Yeah, you remember you said you had some thing for me last couple of weeks? Oh, I no, I thought I said I was. I just. I so my thought was, it just was too hard to do, like to like gather each week. Was, hey, we'll come football football time. Just all the cards. Let's we can roll that one out. Yeah, no, but it was uh, like, if the sports headline was fake or real. Like, oh. But it, I tried to look them up, and I'd have to like. Yeah, there. Yeah, it was gonna be a lot more homework than I wanted to. Floyd takes someone to the cleaners. I'm gonna go. That's a real headline. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so my question here. So Dame Dollar, Damian Lillard, as you know, not the cool kids call him, but I call him Dame Dollar. Uh, he he's got to deal with with uh, with Portland. They signed, I believe, two years ago. Max contract. He's gonna be there on the contract for the next three years. People think he's in some trade rumors. Not really. My only question here is that at w- really what this stems from is the stay and try to build or do you want to leave? So the real the question here is like at what point in your career when you're a really good player do you say to yourself, do I want to win a ring or do I want to make a lot of money? Because in the NBA, you make a lot of money if you stay with the same team. You get paid more than if you go in, in free agency and go somewhere else or you get traded. Like You can't make as much money. I feel like that's untrue. So if when Damian Lillard was up for free agency, he can get a max deal from Portland, and because same with Anthony Davis before he went to the Lakers. When he's with Portland, let's just say for instance he gets paid two hundred fifty million, but if he decides to go to another team, the most they can give him is two hundred ten million. That's how the NBA works. They they incentivize teams to re-sign their okay. players because it helps with smaller market teams. Mm-hmm. Like New Orleans, when they signed Anthony Davis to a max contract, he stayed with New Orleans. Obviously, he ended up being traded. That makes but sense. that's what the NBA does: is like, hey, you can get a max contract, or it's it's super max. I'm sorry, it's a super max when you stay with the same team. It's a max contract if you sign with a different team. Got it. Right. Um. At what point? Uh. How old is he? Twenty-eight. Might be close to thirty, but I will go look it up. Oh, good. He's top. He's 30. Okay, so he's 30. Going to be 31 in July. I mean, you look at what Chris Paul's doing at 38. He's still balling out. Um, it's how well... Uh, it's. Do you trust your organization? I don't, I don't necessarily see people going to Portland. So, if I'm Dame, I'm kind of like, okay, do I want to... Do I like my life here? Do I want to stay here, or do I want to maybe do what Chris Paul is doing and travel a little bit and try to chase a ring? Because, like, 
and that's I think that's the thing is that is it do you want it from a football reference? Because you could either retire and you're Dan Marino, you're one of the best quarterbacks who never won, or you're someone like Eli Manning, where like you're a solid quarterback, you made a good money, you stayed the same team, you won two rings. Though. I actually think I would go. I think if I, like now that I, we were just talking about, if I'm Dame, I'd do what Chris Paul did. You're. It, it should not be about the money at this point because you're making a fuck ton of money. So, like, you're going to make a lot of money wherever you go. If you're making, to your point, let's just say, $250 million to stay in Portland. Yeah. Or you could go to the Rockets at one point. They're not good now. But, like, let's just say it was Dame Dollar instead of Chris Paul to the Rockets. Like, you know. And it's 210 mil. Right. I would abs- I'm saying when the Rockets were good. So I'm saying when Chris Paul was traded to the Rockets, if it was Dame Dollar instead, right? why the hell would you sacrifice $40 million to stay in Portland when you're probably not going to win, but you might go to a Houston team and potentially win? Like, you're already making $200 million What's the next... Like, right. So I think if I'm Dame, I would say... Unless you really like it in Portland, unless you're liking the because that's what he says. He says I want I want to be here. I want to build something here. I want to be with fans. Unfortunately, then, he's just in these Western Conference where they're not. Then, then I would at that point you, you got to go. Else. You, you really got to be buddy buddy with the GM and say, hey, this is we need we need this right. He like, needs CJ McCollum is a solid duo with with Damian Lillard, but he doesn't need another shooting guard. He needs a forward. Yeah, he needs That's a, a star forward. He needs, like, he needs a, a big guy. Star. Right. He needs like. So here's just a little breakdown here. So Damian Lillard is currently on a four-year deal worth 176 million dollars. He is making this year 31 million. When his supermax kicks in next year, he will be making 39 million, 42 million, 45 million, 48 million, and then he becomes an unrestricted free agent in 2025. So he'll he's gonna stay there. I think at that point in twenty twenty five. I think at that point, that's when you're like, yeah. all right, I'm a free agent. Where does the team look? Or what? Where is I'm the team still look a like? solid player at that point, but I can go and maybe try and go win. Because yeah. I, I think people put a little bit too much on rings over money. Like the, it's about winning a ring. I think at some point in my career, maybe. I mean, I, listen, I would, I would always choose if someone could say to me, you could either be the highest paid player in your position. Or you're gonna win four Super Bowl rings. What would you rather do? Or like you'd rather win four championships, or you're gonna be the highest paid player at your position for eight years? Win four championships. Right. I'd rather. I'd rather win. Yeah. There's nothing like I can. I'm still gonna make probably a lot of money. Yeah. Yes. I may make a hundred million to hundred fifty million less. Five million dollars a year in those four years that I win the championship. Right. I will be fine for the rest of my life, and my kids will be fine for the rest of their lives. Right. I don't really care about like basically you could be like Julian Edelman where like yeah he That's made exactly a lot I mean. of money but he won three Super Bowl rings or you could be Calvin Johnson where you're the highest paid receiver yeah right I, I actually take the stats out of it Liddy just from a money perspective I actually to think, a championship perspective like I'm just thinking like personally I might. Like I would take Julian Edelman's career over Calvin Johnson just because yeah. I we actually want had a conversation rings. about that earlier. Yeah. 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 Um Okay. So now we kinda already answered those. No, I know. Uh, that's why I said so my last question here. So Josh tomorrow turns twenty three. As people like to say, it's the Jordan year. Mm-hmm. 
Now, on a spin around here, if it wasn't the Jordan year, then what year would you call it? So I thought of a couple people, if you want some help here, and what maybe you could call this year if you said, that's not my Jordan year. It could be your Tatis year. Where's number 23? Okay, right, right, right. And now, now maybe this one's, I get it, because the blue and orange, but it could be your Devin Hester year. No. LeBron. Mm-hmm. That's all I got off the top of my head. <laughs> well, when I did it, I was like, obviously you can't be Jordan. But, you know, uh, I was even trying to think of, like, with other 23s, like, your Joe Hayden year. <laughs> I don't think there's any other player you would say... Other than David Beckham. Could be your David Beckham year. Don Mattingly. Sure. <laughs> that he is apparently number three. I, might, I probably would go with the top Can you name three. the 23 greatest athletes to wear 23? Number one, Michael Jordan. Yeah. Um, I would, no. Quentin actually the other day said in our group chat when... Casey turned 23, that it was his LeBron year. And I was like, hmm. So what year is it for you? Is it your Jordan oh, year? Oh, Jordan year. Absolutely, Absolutely. Jordan yeah. year. Yeah. yeah. Fucking kidding me? Right now, it's my Kobe year. Yeah. Kobe! <laughs> now I'm 25. You know what? Because I liked him as a player, I might go Bush. Reggie Bush. Reggie Bush. But, you know, but Saints, Reggie Bush, you know, he's number five at USC. So I feel like if I went out was five, I probably would have done that Bush. 25 Bush when wasn't was as good. Yeah. 25 Bush wasn't that good. But, yeah, I'll figure out. 25, I'll figure out who the year is for that. Barry Bonds. You know, I could roid up. 25. Richard Sherman. Was Derrick Rose really number 25? On the Knicks. Oh, yeah. He was number one for the Bulls. Yeah, I was going to say, that doesn't yeah. seem right. No. Vince Carter on the Phoenix Suns. Okay. Yeah. Sammy Sosa? Sammy Sosa was fucking 25. I thought he was 21. I don't, I don't know. He was, uh, no, he was 21 on the Cubs. Oh, Richard Sherman? That's what I, yeah, I said that. Could be the Sherman year. Okay. All right, so there's, Thorpe. there's options. The Sean McCoy. Ooh, Eagles. Lashady. He was an all-pro running back. Well, man, man. All right. Little Shady. What's up? Shady year. You know, I'll figure it out. We'll get there. Fred Blitnikoff. Oh, hey. That okay. I'm my in. Fred Blitnikoff Fred year. Blitnikoff year. I'm calling it right now. It's my Fred Blitnikoff year. Name a trophy after me. What up? Exactly. <laughs> um, all right. That well, that sounds, like a, that sounds like a Blitnikoff way to end the show. Mm-hmm. So uh, thank you for everyone here for listening. We will have... An even better show next week coming off of Josh's, and he will be in his Jordan year. Yep. Um, still be in my Kobe year, but uh, yeah. Hey, listen, thank you everyone for listening. Uh, we'll talk to you guys all next week. Uh, maybe we'll put a guest back on for next week. Do a little yeah. bit of hiatus. Probably bring us, maybe we'll talk to Jackson. Maybe we'll, talk, yeah. we'll, we'll give us a little we'll update on the NHL. Um, but with that being said, thank you all for listening. Have a great weekend.